everyone. I'm Rachel Poli here with Ari Meglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. And guess what? We're on episode 100. Yay! <laughs> Who knew that we'd be going for this long? I mean, really, this is amazing. Like, um, so for real, thank you guys for continuing to listen to us ramble on and on about reading and writing and probably not giving you any decent advice whatsoever. We really appreciate it and we appreciate you guys. So to celebrate 100 episodes, we're actually not going to talk about reading or writing this time. So you're welcome for that. Instead, we're going to do a podcast tag. But as always, before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, write a review, and share it with your friends. We appreciate it. So we're going to do this podcast tag very similar to how we typically do our Would You Rather episodes. So we're just going to bounce back and forth asking ourselves podcast questions and hopefully give you decent answers. We'll see how it goes. So Ari. Why did you start a podcast? My answer is Ari said so. So I'll just let her <laughs> take over this one. Kind of feel like I was thrown under the bus with that. It's like, if it's all wrong, it's Ari's fault. Well, I mean, yeah, it was your idea. So that's, I never thought of it that way before. But yeah, I now have an <laughs> in. Like I have a, a good uh, way to blame you on stuff. I would love to have this brilliant example for why I thought about starting a podcast but I don't I I don't have that at all I mean I remember thinking about it and and sort of like playing with it in the back of my head in 2019 and I think if I'm honest I think what it was was I wanted to sort of like expand and there was like two main ways YouTube or podcasting and I am not a on-camera person at all don't like it don't feel comfortable don't want to do it I also don't want to spend so much time making videos without being on camera because that takes a lot more time and effort I don't have that so the podcast idea seemed a better one and then I sort of fell down the rabbit hole of researching the best ways of doing it and all the information and I created Trello boards and I managed to rope Rachel in because if you're going to do something you should have an accomplice it's just the way of the world someone you can blame someone who is the scapegoat the dog's body things like that. no a partner not. I'm an accomplice <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that much better exactly exactly so that's, you know, you have to, yeah. If, and to be honest, it was so busy. It's like, you definitely had to, two people is, is the best way of doing a podcast than one person. And Rachel was already sort of like dragged into the, the Twitter game. So I knew that she would be able to manage all the crazy I was going to throw at her and the stupid ideas. And she had some brilliantly stupid ideas too. And we clamped them together. And this is what came out of it. I mean, we work really well together. We do. We, we, we really do. We, we got lucky. I got lucky with you. I appreciate you, Ari. No, I appreciate you too. And to see that we're in different time zones, different countries, different accents, it's it's actually worked out really well. I know a lot of people who've done podcasts, they do it in with people that they are literally like, they're able to go to their house or they're at least in the same country. We're having to work around time zones, people. So difficult. Five hour yeah. difference too. Oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a good chunk. It's not like we're an hour <laughs> apart or anything. Oh, and then we also sometimes have to remember daylight savings time because I think mine kicks in first and then yours kicks in. So it's like it goes from five to four to five again. So it's a bit, a bit messy. 
yeah it's but uh, yeah I think looking back I think that's probably the biggest reason it was just I wanted to expand um because obviously both me and Rachel have blogs where we talk about writing and we put advice up and we talk about our actual stories and it was like where else can you go and social media is a bit pants in my eyes I'm not a big fan I will use it but I'm I'm not really keen on it YouTube was a possibility but honestly no the podcast was a good idea and actually I think it was a great idea and it's worked really well no I I agree it definitely is going really well and it was a great idea and I mean when you first approached me about doing a podcast I had already been thinking about doing a podcast because I wanted to try doing something different something that wasn't blogging or you know just posting on social media I wanted to do something different such as doing a podcast or being on YouTube as you just said so when you emailed me and you were like hey I know we're both busy, but <laughs> hear me out. Do you want to start a podcast? I think I, I responded to you almost immediately. And I was like, yes. And you were like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah, no, let's do it. When do we start? And you had already had everything set up on Trello as if I had already said yes to you, which was amazing. And uh, yeah, we just, everything just snowballed from there. And yeah, it, it was pretty amazing how this whole thing started, to be honest. <laughs> I think what was funny was when I sent you the message, I was already planning on how to sort of like convince you and I didn't need any of it. It was like, oh, oh, okay. I have two emails written out ready, but apparently I don't need them. Guys, that's this, uh, the bonus episode for this one that will be on Patreon is um, Ari explaining the different ways that she was going to <laughs> convince me to do the podcast. <laughs> I think I just, one of the things I liked about the podcast and starting the podcast was it wasn't supposed to be, and it isn't supposed to be some sort of expert uh, uh, expert advice group. So again, it was never and is never going to be some sort of expert advice on writing or reading or anything like that, because we're not experts. I think personally, if you want to be an expert, you need to have written for decades and published loads of books and have been in the industry long enough to have a lot of information but that doesn't want to stop us sharing our thoughts um maybe something we say will resonate with just one person and they'll think damn that's a good idea I didn't realize that so yeah it's kind of nice and it's just in a way it's like we're just spending our day chatting to each other and griping about things we don't like and we get to put it out and other people listen to it and go I agree that is annoying and it's brilliant we love that yeah the fact that like people have the same crazy thoughts as us is absolutely amazing I guess well I should go to the next question next question okay how many hours a week (laughs) do you spend recording and editing I'm just sorry I'm laughing at this um I, I will answer that first that originally depended on my computer because I had the world's oldest laptop that took like 10 minutes just loading so it didn't like doing anything strenuous and apparently editing or recording a podcast was quite strenuous I mean it would sometimes kick me off zoom it would freak out when I was in the middle of editing and I would lose everything I'd done and have to re-edit so we do edit multiple sorry we do record multiple episodes if we can in one week usually just two we're not like way seven and we do um edit and we edit oppositely that is not I don't think a word properly but we alternate episodes that's it that's the term (laughs) I'm so smart 
So what happens is you'll, you'll obviously, if you've listened to us long enough, you'll know that Rachel hosts an episode and I host an episode. I do odds, she does evens, and then we edit our own episodes. That way we're spreading the workout nice and evenly and it just makes it so much easier than if you have to edit all of them because it's horrible. So, so hours a week, I, I don't know. I, I, it could depend on the length of an episode. It could be an hour to like 12 if I was having a bad day with my computer. So honestly, for me, it was no idea. No idea. It's actually really difficult to pinpoint an answer for this question too, because when we, we meet together once a week, at least sometimes twice, but for the most part, once a week. And usually when we discuss whether we're recording or we record and have like talk about admin stuff, or we just have an admin day, we usually talk for like two to three hours. Um, so at least that, and then sometimes we'll get together like twice a week. And on that front, we'll talk for like an additional one to two hours or three hours or something. But then, yeah, editing that all depends on the length of the episode, because we try our best to keep these episodes between like 20 and 30 minutes. Uh, doesn't always happen, but that's okay. And uh, whenever we have a guest on, those tend to be longer because we have three people talking instead of two. And obviously there's there's more information to go around. So the guest episodes can sometimes be between 30 to 40 minutes, sometimes even 45 or 50 minutes. So depending on the length, yeah, editing can take a good couple of hours. Uh, but yeah, I mean, run, running a podcast, it's like having like a part-time job. It really is. It's, it's a lot of work, but I enjoy it. I, I really like the editing. Um, I know there are some there are some weeks where I'm always like, haha, Ari, this is your episode to edit, not mine. But I actually don't mind the editing process. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all. I think if we're doing this tag episode and we're talking about podcasting or the possibility that other people might think, oh, I want to start a podcast. I think you have to realize it's not just record an episode, edit an episode. There is so much more behind the scenes. We we use Podbean to put our episodes up. So that means we have to create an MP3 file to go on Podbean. We have to put our episodes on Patreon. We have to set that up. So it's because obviously certain tiers will allow people to have early access. We have a YouTube channel where we create obviously a very simple visual video and then the audio is on top of it that takes time obviously writing out the descriptions takes time putting them on social media organizing guests getting the information I mean the the detail that goes into it and because obviously there's two of us and we have to come up with ideas we have to come up with script uh, scripts and notes yeah it's if, if you honestly think that you're going to, that most podcasts, you go on, you record, you upload, that's it. I mean, obviously some people do. I've known podcasts that go on and they don't edit or every, anything. But the way we do it, there's a lot that goes into it. But it, as Rachel said, it's really enjoyable. We wouldn't have got to 100 episodes if we didn't enjoy it enough. There are annoying parts and sometimes you just, the last thing you want to do is edit like three episodes. But seriously, it has been enjoyable enough to keep us going up to 100 episodes. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because there are some weeks where 
I get in such this big mood to like do all the podcasting things and I work on it a little bit every single day. And then there are other weeks where I don't work on it at all. And then Ari and I meet Tuesday morning and I'm like, what are we doing? Did you do anything last week? I did nothing last week. And we just kind of go back and forth that way. Cause there are some weeks where we just need a break and we can't like think about it at all. Um, so that's another reason why it's nice to have a co-host because then they can pick up your slack <laughs> to, to put it bluntly. Uh, but yeah, you, you do bring up an excellent point about, uh, it's not just about recording and editing the episodes because there is a lot of stuff in between that goes with it because we, we write like loose scripts for our episodes, like the intros and the outros. And then we have to actually upload the episodes on Podbean, YouTube and Patreon and everywhere else. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. We do a lot. We should Ooh, buy ourselves forget, something. We put it on our blogs as well. So we have to create oh, yeah, blog posts. That. So yep. this, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, this is not a quick thing. What we do, there is a lot of effort into it. So appreciate mm. it, people. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, really. <laughs> We're going to lose followers from that. So I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> well, I'll uh, go ahead and ask our next question. And that is, what microphone do you use? Um, ironically enough, I already had a microphone before Ari mentioned about starting a podcast because my sister and I live stream the blue Yeti snowball, maybe not necessarily in that order. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. It's the big round one. That's very clunky and ginormous. And, uh, I am looking to upgrade, but for now, this, this microphone does its job. And it, it works hard on a lot of different things. So I'm very proud of it. And I think it's a good, if you're looking for a microphone to start off with, I think this is a good one to have as like a first microphone. I think it's brilliant and quite funny that you were already ready with a microphone. Me, who decided to start the podcast, did not have a microphone. <laughs> so the one I use is the Rode um, NT1-A. And it's not mine. My partner does music and it's his very expensive, excellent quality microphone with little box that you plug into. This is how technical I am. It's got a little box that everything plugs into that then goes into the computer. And it's his. He uses it when he does his music and everything. And I've kind of stolen it. So it's kind of in my room most of the time at the moment. And yeah, I honestly... All I know is I know it's a good quality mic. If I had to get my own, I wouldn't have a clue what I was looking for. And I don't think I'd be able to afford to buy myself this one. So I have to be very careful with it and not knock it over or break it and, you know, keep an eye on it. And I have knocked it over a few times and I've had to be like, you know, very quiet and panicking in case I'd done some damage. But it's still running. It's still fine. But yeah, that's that's what I use. I don't know if it's good for podcasts all I know, it's good for music, apparently, but I'm not about to start singing. It's uh, it's funny. I didn't realize you had that microphone because that's the brand I was looking at to upgrade <laughs> to. Because I've heard really, really great things about that brand. Um, but yeah, I I have the Blue Yeti Snowball because it was, I mean, it's pricey, but it's one of the least expensive microphones that you can get out there so like I said if you don't have one already it's a good starter microphone it does its job 
which is all we can ask for. Nice one. Okay, next question. What software do you use for your podcast? Now, we probably use different software, but we, we definitely use Zoom. That's how we record everything. We actually you know, use our webcams to actually view each other, although we do not put video up. But it does help to know, you know if the other person is currently dying of coughing and mm -hmm. isn't able to unmute themselves. The other person is ready to jump in. So it is helpful to have, our, to have the ability to see each other while we're doing it. I also need um, NCH switch, which is a sound converter, because when we get the audio from Zoom, it's an, M, it's an MP4. I need to change it to Wave before I can then use it in Audacity for some reason. And I need to do the conversion to, from MP4 to Wave. Then I use Audacity to edit it. And then I have to use the switch sound converter again to put it back from wave to MP3. <laughs> so annoying. See, look how annoying this is. And then if I am creating the YouTube video, I use a program called Shotcut, which is really good. You've got your audio and your video track and you just drag and drop things in. It probably does a lot more than that, but honestly, I have never used it for anything more than just the most basic making a YouTube video. And obviously, as I said, our YouTube videos is just a kind of a static image, a couple of static images, and then the audio over the top. So, but yeah, that's what I use, Shotcut. I can't think of any others. There probably are others that I'm not even thinking about. So yeah, that's it. I didn't realize you went through all of that work to edit the episodes. Holy crap, because I just... I, we, we go on Zoom, we record. Once we get out of Zoom, Zoom is like, I got to convert this. Okay, go for it. Have fun. And it goes on my computer and I put it on my external hard drive. And then I go onto Adobe Premiere where I just do everything at once. And I edit the audio and then I uh, put the, the images on for YouTube and I save it. It saves as uh, a Premiere uh, whatever the whatever the tag is for Adobe Premiere, it saves as that. But then you can export it from Premiere. So I export it as an MP4 for YouTube and then an MP3 for Podbean and Patreon. Uh, but other than that, that's it. I just do everything in Premiere. And for the images for YouTube and things like that, uh, we both use Canva. So Audacity and Shotcut, those are both free programs, right? They are, yes. I mean, yeah, I use so Shotcut for other things, great. so it is useful. But I, I think you mentioned that you had Adobe Premiere before. Um, but yeah, I think it was a little bit too pricey for me. And because I'd already used Audacity and Shotcut, it is a little bit of a pain in the butt having to use the converter because I don't know why Audacity can't just let me use, you know, MP3. Nope, it has to be a wave. And then it has to be converted back. But yeah. It's, uh, I'm actually a little more jealous now, knowing that you don't have to open like three different programs. Well, honestly, um, again, I already had Adobe Premiere before we started the podcast. So I remember you telling me about Audacity and Shotcut, and I downloaded both programs and I took one look at them. And you know how when you just don't know how to use a program and you just don't feel like learning how to use it, it just puts you off. Uh, so I, I still have them downloaded as backups in case I ever need them. 
but yeah, no, I never taught myself how to use them. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to stick with Adobe Premiere because I already pay for it. So might as well use it. Um, but it's actually, I was thinking of getting rid of Adobe Premiere because it's so expensive. And I think that's why, that's one of the reasons I downloaded Audacity and Shotcut. And then I was too lazy to actually learn the programs. <laughs> But hey, oh well, I use it for more than podcasting anyway, so it, I'm getting use out of it. Yeah, it works like that. If it's like there's, I wouldn't, I, I certainly wouldn't recommend if the only thing you were going to do is create a podcast and you wanted to like download Premiere. No, but if you're using it for other things, definitely. I mean, that's why I use all these free things because I don't like paying for shit. Jeez, no. no. And I've just, as you mentioned, Canva, the other program that we use is Trello. That is where we do hmm. all of our intense work. We have one board, so many lists, so many cards, and we have all the information, all the details about the jingle music, our artwork, our um, episode templates. Every time we come up with a new episode idea, we recreate the template and put the idea in. We have a list for our guests, a list for when it's been edited, when it's ready to upload, when it's been recorded bonus episodes we have all the details on there and yeah I think that's the only other piece I can think of that we use so our next question is do you listen to other podcasts and for me that answer is kind of complicated I try listening to other podcasts and I have a hard time paying attention so I kind of tune them out but I do my best to try to listen to other podcasts especially podcasts that pertain to writing and reading because when we first started doing this podcast I hadn't really listened to many podcasts before so I wanted to see what other people did and I wanted to get a feel for what it's like to listening to a podcast as well as just like being on a podcast uh but yeah I would often try to like listen to it when I went on a walk but even then I would tune it out because I would get distracted by like a bird or something like, I'm just not good. I need that visual piece. So if there's like a podcast on YouTube or something where it's like live and people are talking, then I can sit down and watch that and actually retain the information. But yeah, just listening to podcasts. I know it sounds ironic seeing as I'm a hundred episodes into my own podcast, but uh, yeah, no, I don't have the attention span for it. Firstly, I find it um, not a surprise because Rachel will sometimes tune me out while we're doing our own podcast so not that a shocker true. that you Are tune we? other people out um, <laughs> but to be fair I, I completely get that if I'm in the wrong state of mind or if I'm trying to listen to a podcast and then I start doing stuff I'll just tidy the room I'll just you know move some plates or something then suddenly I'll realize it's been 20 minutes I have no idea what's been said so yes I get that too I do listen to some. I have a couple that I like. I like the um, Creative Pen podcast and the I Should Be Writing podcast. And then I have a few others that aren't writer ones. I don't listen religiously. I am not good at listening every time. There are a few that I've been on that they put out like three a week or, or you know, even some one a day. And it's like nobody has time for that. And I know when people used to commute, it was easy to listen to podcasts because you'd stick it on in the car and listen. Because I don't commute anywhere and I don't any I don't do dishes anymore because I managed to get myself a dishwasher. I don't have the same sort of time slots that I had for podcasts. And again, if I find ones where they publish a lot during a week, 
I will probably not listen to all of them, but I do like dipping in and out. And if I'm in the right frame of mind, I might binge like 20 episodes and then I'll ignore them for like a month and then I'll binge another set. And then it kind of works like that, which is is great, but don't do that to us, okay? <laughs> I was just about to say, we appreciate you guys listening every single week because you do listen every single week, right? Yes, you do. Thank you. I think some people do because just from the numbers we get on Podbean, I do think that we have a set group of people that do listen. And that's so sweet. And it makes me like, oh, you people. (laughs) You're over here and you're like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm like, that's amazing. The fact that you guys tune into us every single week, like kudos to you guys. Yeah. And not even like, that's not even me just saying thank you for listening to us. But the fact that you actually want to come back every week. Blows my mind. I've got a feeling it's less about anything we say and more about when we argue about tea and coffee or <laughs> know, yeah, listening to our weird accents. It. You know, I, I doubt that anyone comes for the writing because, as we say often, it's like we're not experts. Do as you feel. You know, like we think this and that. But if hey, if you don't want to do that, just do you. We're not trying to tell anyone how to do their own writing. We're just throwing things up that we we do what we figured out or that works for us but we don't expect everyone to completely jump on the bandwagon we wouldn't want everybody on our bandwagon what are we why have we got a bandwagon we want to be unique duh like everybody that's why, that's else why we give bad advice we're we're lying we're telling you bad advice on purpose so that you do the wrong thing and then ari and i can come out on top obviously <laughs> last question people don't worry what has been the most difficult part of podcasting? The meeting podcasting. Ari every single week. Oh, <gasps> I'm joking. So I'm joking. Rude. I'm joking. And some days I'm not around because I'm like sick or I just don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why there's probably been too many episodes of Rachel doing guests on her own because it's been a, da- a bad day for me. And I'm like, I can't do it today. <laughs> I feel so bad for doing that. No, 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 no. Don't feel bad. It's 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 a week, it's a weekly commitment, which is actually difficult to do. So yeah. I'm not saying it that's is. the most difficult part of podcasting, but no. there's there's a time crunch to it. So yeah. And obviously that's- you can't control what happens in your life if you get sick or anything like that. So true. Yeah. It's very annoying. Mm-hmm. See, this this is why I keep saying we shouldn't have anyone come anywhere near us ever, and then we won't get sick, right? Because it's only when I'm ever around other people and the germiness mm-hmm. starts to get to me. Actually, you know um, what? I will say that's the most difficult part of podcasting is keeping up with it. Like you and I, we do a pretty good job keeping up with it and staying ahead with the episodes. Like hundred episodes, and knock on wood, we have never skipped a week. Like we've always managed to get it out on time and get it every week but it is there have been times where it's been a close call because one of us has gotten sick or something came up on a Tuesday morning and we have to cancel for whatever reason or we think we're doing really well so we skip a week of recording we do admin stuff and then the following week we're like oh crap where's this episode I don't know we didn't do it yet and then we got a scramble uh so yeah I would say I would say, yeah, I would say that is the most difficult part of podcasting is actually keeping up with the schedule. Because then also whenever we have guest episodes, we kind of have to bend to their schedules as well. 
Like, it's not just the two of us emailing each other being like, oh, I can't meet this week. How about Wednesday instead? Like, no, we need to keep up with a third time zone, potentially. And uh, which that, yeah, that's pretty tricky. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I was sitting there thinking maybe it's the editing, maybe it's coming up with ideas. No. Actually, no, I think you're right. I think keeping up with it has been the hardest, especially because we're both quite introverted people we also have a lot on our plate because we both you know run our own businesses so we have other stuff to do and it's just been it's just been really intense and we did this in the middle of a pandemic because why would you not do it in the middle of a pandemic and I'm aware of several podcasts that started in the pandemic and just sort of petered off whereas as you pointed out we haven't missed an episode And that's actually a surprise because, you know, as you said, we've been ill. There's been things going on. I mean, halfway through last year, I ended up having to empty the entire house um, because we were having tradesmen that were working throughout the whole house, which meant I couldn't have my office up. I couldn't have my microphone up. So I have to miss several weeks. But thankfully, we were prepared for it and we'd recorded but there were so many close calls that we couldn't have. And the fact that we didn't miss any, I'm probably prompting fake now to step in and make us miss some. It's been really impressive. A hundred episodes, hundred weeks, and we've kept going. Damn, that's pretty damn good. I mean, I really hope we're not jinxing ourselves, but we cannot break this streak. No. I will die before we break this streak. This is why we've recorded quite a few episodes today to catch up. That's right. <laughs> I know. If, in case you guys couldn't tell, this is our third episode of recording today. Uh, I will not tell you the date, uh, but I will say that you can tell that we, when we record a lot of episodes in one day, because we'll either both be like really serious and really tired by the end of it, or we'll both just be so loopy. So... <laughs> Like there comes to be that certain threshold where it's like our recording has just peaked, but we're like one more, one more, we can handle it. And then we can't handle it. But what you see is what you get. We edit. These aren't live, but sorry. (laughs) We couldn't do live. It would be awful. Oh, God. It would be so awful. I mean, I'd be tuning you out left and right. Let's be real here. I'm sorry. Oh, nice. No, I mean, oh, so, nice. No, but if we went live, we probably wouldn't be doing like 20 to 30 minute episodes. We would probably have an audience because we'd be live. So it would probably go for like an hour or something. After a certain amount of time, I'm just going to check out. <laughs> not going to lie. The thing is, I, I couldn't imagine it because it's like we, we edit down to a better time and we go off on so many tangents. We like drift off or we forget a word and then we you know, we, we realize we've circled back to something we weren't meant to say or how often I swear. It's like, it would be horrible doing a live version. I think anyone who, who comes on as a guest and sees behind the curtain realizes that we are not organized in all of our ways. And even with the script, we will forget what we're doing completely. I mean, so. seriously, there are some notes that we have written down and I'll be reading my own notes and I'll read it wrong. <laughs> And also for the guests who do see behind the curtain, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for not spilling all of our horrible secrets. (laughs) (laughs) 
actually that's another point it's like when we have a guest on because we both work for ourselves we're a lot more flexible in time kind of because obviously we have time zone issues but we can mostly make it work but you bring in another person who may have a full-time job or have children and have much more rigid time structure it gets really hard to try and I mean most of the time we've been looking I've had the ability to record either on a Wednesday or a Tuesday sometimes a Thursday sometimes a weekend sometimes at a different time than we're used to doing you know I'll have to stay up late or Rachel have to get up really early so yep. why are we doing this podcast because <laughs> it's fun people it's so much fun yes, that's right So with all of that said, we're going to turn it over to you guys and ask, have you ever thought of starting a podcast before? Did we help that decision or did we hinder it? Uh, We'd love to chat about it. So tell us your answers in the comments below. And if you want more of the Mary Writer podcast, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I mean, seriously, we have 100 episodes up now. So if you haven't listened to them all, go ahead and backtrack. Just don't listen to the earlier ones because we were really terrible. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast for bonus content. It really helps th- keep the show going. So we really appreciate the support. But also we do have plenty of public posts on there. So if you can't make the monetary commitment, that's totally fine. You can still go check out the Patreon page anyway and join the Mary Writer community on there. But in the meantime, be sure to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Writing Distractions. We're stalling on our whips. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.